Yo, what's going on everybody? It is a little bit after one o'clock today. Sorry, I'm running a little bit late, but I'm having some issues with the batteries on this camera, so I had to get that sorted. But I'm here now, better late than never. Uh, and it is time for another live stream. Today is Wednesday, December something. Uh, December 7th. This year's flying by. 2022. Uh, everyone listening on the audio-only version on the podcast. Hopefully you're having a good run out there today. Or maybe you're just relaxing like me. And maybe you haven't showered like in a couple days, so you're still wearing the same stuff you wore to the live stream yesterday. That's totally cool. It's that time of year where that's very much acceptable. Uh, and everyone watching this on YouTube later after the fact, maybe you're wearing the same thing two days in a row because you're doing laundry right now and you need to get some more clean clothes. So hopefully that's going well if that's your situation. Uh, all right, let's see who we got in the chat today. Today I want to talk about uh, CIM. If you guys want to talk about it, we can talk about whatever you guys want. Um, but yeah, if we don't have anything else, I'll just start doing my CIM recap. Uh, Stone Cold has the 321 PR at CIM. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold said, I ran up to you at the expo before the Q&A and couldn't stop talking because <laughs> I was starstruck. You look scared. LOL. No, I, I don't think I was. And look at this picture right here. That's me. Is that me? No, that's not me. Is that me? I don't remember. What, what was I wearing? I like that kind of looks like me. Am I one? Is that me in this picture? I'm not sure. I just had a really big cup of coffee, so I'm talking a little bit fast today, guys. I just realized that, so I'm going to slow down. <laughs> Runner Wills here says, Hello, everyone. Hope you're all having an amazing day. Good to see you, Will. Will was like one of the first people to watch the video today. I posted it at like, it would have been, I think, 4 o'clock in the morning, his time, um, for the TRE recap video. I feel like it turned out really good. It was long. It's 30 minutes. I'd like it to be like 20 minutes, but I'm just... Uh, it would have taken me another like day to get it cut down uh, that much shorter. So it's as long as it is, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Midlife Runners here, looking forward to the recap. And uh, Leona says, congrats on another BQ, Mike. Well done, especially after all the marathons you've been doing. Well, thanks, Leona. Uh, yeah, it's good to uh, get that BQ. Here's the thing. Everyone goes to CIM to get their BQs, OTQs, whatever, PRs, whatever it is that they have as their goals. The BQ line, there's a bell for it, right? So if you get your BQ, you can ring the bell. I mean, anyone can ring the bell if you wanted to, but it's a BQ bell. So that's why people get in line for it. I've Two years in a row now, I was able to BQ at CIM, and um, I've never rang the bell there because the line is just so long. So it's a good place to go to run and get those. Sean says, uh, hey, everyone, easy, with a wave emoji, easy five in the dark and rain this morning. Kind of nice, actually. There you go. I don't know. I'm still chilly. I've been wearing all my puffiest coats, even though it's unseasonably warm here in Chicago. Um, it's above freezing, which is unusual for December. And um, not, I mean, a, a lot above freezing, not hot, but it's warmer than it normally is this time of year. But I'm still in all the puffy coats because I'm still just like thawing out from all the coldness from last week. Um, Chistar G says, always great to see my friend Co. One of the best storytellers around. Thank you very much. Sean says, I very much dug the TRE video because you handle the Adidas segment very tactfully. Must be that legal background of yours. I don't know. I don't think I handled it that tactfully. I showed it to my wife. Um, the kids had gone to bed and I just up finished uploading it and like it wasn't public yet, but I wanted to go and watch it myself just to make sure there weren't any like, you know, errors, gaps. Sometimes as I'm editing things like on airplanes and stuff, I have placeholders for things and I forget to fix the placeholder, all that kind of stuff. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching and I don't explain to my wife and we're sitting down, we're having a glass of wine and watching this together, which is rare. We, I never make her like sit down and watch my YouTube videos. But she's like, I would like to watch this one. I was like, okay. 
So we're watching it, and um, I had explained to her that I like I felt like I handled the Adidas situation properly, and the, she watches the Adidas segment part, and she goes, "You think that you handled that properly?" And I was like, "I know I could have been more. I could have just not mentioned it at all. You know, that would have been the professional thing to do." But I felt like the weird way that brands were handling embargoes um, was something that needed to be mentioned for this year because it was a theme for this year. I don't know. Uh, Martha's here, says hi everyone. Just got almost through the entire TRE video, but didn't want to miss any fun here. I paused it right at the start of the Adidas segment. All right, no spoilers then. We'll embargo further discussion on it. No, just kidding. Uh, Sean does say that the leak moment when Thomas Slowmo walks across the screen made him laugh out loud. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was good. You know, like, um, it's worth mentioning because, like, as much as we kind of joke around about and sometimes give Thomas a hard time, he takes all this, like, very, I mean, he's a goofball, but there's things that he, the things he cares about, he takes care of, like, and takes very seriously. And that was one of the things. And I was kind of like, not spreading rumors, but I was kind of like, you know, Thomas was the one that did it, didn't he? You know, so I, 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 I at least owed him that. So I probably owe him a more sincere formal apology, but yeah. Um, but yeah. It was fun. It was fun to see him. You know, like the last couple of events, there are Thomas has been there. Did I mention this yesterday? It's just like, I have, I felt like he's been there, but I haven't like talked to him, you know? And so I'm looking forward to a different event where maybe it's a little bit smaller where we'll get to actually like hang out a little bit more. Uh, Martha says, Mike, there's an expanding crew of us live stream regulars planning to do CIM full or relay next year. I trust you'll stick with your TRE to CIM long weekend annually. Uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll be at CIM again next year. I'm not sure if I'm going to erase it. Um, I think I'll, I'd like to go and cover it. You know, like I would have loved to have been filming the race, um, try to get some meaty credentials so I could get a bike on the course, you know, and then film the runners that way. Um, or have someone like have a, like, I don't know. I got to figure out a way to get like a motorcycle, have someone drive me around on the course, you know, like, I don't know if they'd let me do that, but I'd love to be able to do that. I just like to be able to film the race, but not in like, I'm not trying to compete with like USATF TV and like film the event. I don't want to do what they're doing. Um, but I don't know. I think it'd be fun to cover. It's just hard to cover a point to point race. Um, but running a marathon after TRE is also, sorry, I got this like my pocket nights over here and I'm fidgeting. Um, uh, running tier CIM after TRE is hard, you know? And I don't anticipate that next year's um, TRE is going to be low key. So I'm also like somewhat seriously debating whether or not I want to go to TRE next year. Cause you know, I, it really made me think about like editing the video really made me think about like how much I don't like to get information ahead of time. Like pretty much anytime someone's like talking about something that's like two seasons ahead, my brain shuts off. Cause I'm like, I got too much to think about now. I don't, I, if it's six months out, tell me again in four months. You know, that's kind of how I feel. Um, so, like, I don't need to know today. And so, like, if that's why everyone's going to TRE and that's what TRE becomes about, like, what's the scoop on six months from now? It's all just stuff I don't care about. So, like, I don't know. I like to go there. I like to meet the people that I work with, like a lot of people that are sending me stuff or I'm emailing them, asking them questions, getting info from them, meeting up with people, like, Thomas and Hella and Tommy and Drew and Ashley, you know, like that's fun, but like it's an expensive way to have a fun week. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not sure I'll do TRE again next year. I probably will. But like, part of me is just like, ugh. I'm, 
you know, I'm talking at it, about it from tired with tired legs. So maybe that's all it is. But I'll definitely do CIM next year. I'll be at CIM next year. I might try to do it like the the Matt Chittam way, where he like goes and does a bunch of activities. He's at the expo the entire time, you know, and um, does get-togethers and stuff, and then just enjoys the race from a spectator's perspective. So I might I might do that, but I will be at CIM next year. Well, that's the plan anyway. Oh, all right. Um, Leanna says, I love the Christmas lights. Am I asking everyone who they would want on their celebrity pro and 4x4 team? Who would I want? Um, you know, I've had a lot of time to think about it. Um, but I was thinking that I would want, I mean, you know, and my, your answer, the answers can, can change all the time. I, I was thinking like every event, I might ask a different type of question like that, but I don't know. I really like the celebrity pro and four by four question. So that might be one that I just continue to use over and over again. I think that people that I would want would be like Noel Lyles cause he's fast and like very fun. I mean, the guy like the first thing he bought was it him. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He's just a, he's just kind of like a goofball at the same time. So like, um, I really like Noah Lyles. Um, I think that I would want to have, I mean, I would want to have celebrities and pros. It's hard cause it takes up two spots, but I think if I had Noah Lyles as the fast one, me as the anchor, as like the YouTuber, I think another great duo would be to have um, Kevin Hart and The Rock because <laughs> I just would love to see them um, doing a handoff. You know what I mean? So that would be my one answer for today. You know, ask me in a week, I'm, I might get a different answer, but that, that's the squad today. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Steve says, hi, all great TRE video. I love the deadpan delivery of the must be running on that treadmill for two days. Yeah, that's funny. You know what's funny is that, so... Um, Mike Wardian's everywhere. He's, I don't, I don't know how he's, he's at more places than I am. And I feel like I'm everywhere. Um, and I actually don't think we've ever met. In, I mean, I talked to him on the treadmill, but I don't think we've ever like met, met, you know? Um, but I see him all the time. And earlier in the video, Drew is like, you know, I met War Mike Wardian in the elevator. He seems like a really fun guy. And then there he sees him like a couple hours later running on the treadmill, but he's an ultra distance runner. So like he could run for two days straight on that treadmill. By the time I had seen him, he had been on the treadmill for uh, like a hundred minutes. So not that like incredibly long, but like he like got mad because the treadmill turned off. You know how treadmill turn off after a while automatically. He was like, ah, it turned off. And he's like jamming it back on, you know? So he's a fun guy. I like him. Uh, CR says, halfway through the TRE vlog and then jumped over here for the live stream. Love the neutral brand shoe that you wore, though thought the idea of a run through a new city with checkpoints that you had to hit was a great idea. Yeah, it's take the bridge. It's like a, it's a, it's its own thing now. It started out in New York, I want to say. And now it's like, it's become a bit of a fight club where there's like a chapter in every city kind of thing. And um, I talked to a bunch of people who had done take the bridges in cities that they've lived in or were familiar with before. And some of them were like, I'm not familiar with Austin. And so like he's like the challenges are like one street, the most direct street probably has a giant hill on it or might not be runnable. Like there's no sidewalk or median for a person to run on. I think that's what happened to me. That's I, I did like a giant like loop around. Cause I was like, that's a big hill. And it doesn't look like there's a place for people to be on the sidewalk there. So I like looped all the way around. So it's kind of fun to, to try and navigate in a city. You don't know. Cause you're looking a lot of like, is there hills over there? I don't know. So it was, it was a lot of fun. 
Um, Thomas Wren says, yo, what's going on, Cousin Co. and the rest of the Co. family? Back from a World Cup hiatus to catch up with everyone. All right. I have to say that I have not watched a single match of football or soccer, whatever you guys want to call it. Um, I just don't, it hasn't been compelling for me. I, I never really got into it. I, got, I was into it for a little while when the USA had the World Cup. What was that, like uh, 90? Something like that, a really long time ago. Yeah, I don't know. All right, let me scroll down and catch up with some of you guys uh, in the chat. Um, Eliza says, a question about the Itahara singlet that I wore at CIM. Was that design your creation, or you tell them to go for whatever comes to mind? Um, no, I picked that one. So Greg had made that design for me. He's the one that designed that. Um, we had worked with it for it together. That, I think that, I think it was the second thing I had him work for me with me on. Um, the first was the Warren Buffett face on a pair of glycerin. I think it was 17s or something like that. Glycerin 18. Um, so he put a Warren Buffett face on a pair of Brooks shoes for me. And then I think the second thing we did was the, the um, Kofuzi Run Club Dragon. And so I was like, for this CIM, you know, I've been running for myself all year, you know? So like I wanted to represent the run club, all you guys. So that, that was the idea thinking on that. And then I was like, just however you want to do it, like you can iterate on it. You could use the same one. You can do whatever you want. I try to give Greg as little direction as possible and just let him do what he feels like doing, you know? So, um, yeah. So I was like, Kabuzi Run Club Dragon and then that whatever else. And so he put it on the side because he's like, if I put it in the middle or, or, or make it any bigger than that, it'll get blocked by your bib. So I wanted it to be, um, he's like, so that's why I put it on the side. I was like, it works and it worked out really well um it uh i feel like I've, i haven't looked through a ton of the footage from the race but from what i've seen so far it looked like it was the exact right placement and the bib for cim is smaller than like a regular like chicago or new york bibs so it was actually being perfect um dominic smirnowski says joe yo what's going on just looking about to report on my 302 valencia marathon awesome pr by over 10 minutes nice uh, congratulations, Dominic. That's amazing. Um, that's a big jump going from 312 to 302. Nice. Nicely done. Um, how are your legs feeling after CAM? He asks. Uh, my legs feel great. I feel like um, if I wasn't, I, I just generally feel lazy. Um, I did have like wine with dinner, so maybe that, that might, and, and a couple of drinks before dinner and a couple of drinks after dinner, but um, so that might be also why I'm feeling lazy, but the legs feel good. I did a, um, a story time for TikTok. I told the Frank Lara story where I accidentally got mad at the Strava support guy who happened to be a professional marathoner. Um, and as part of the TikTok, because you can't just tell a story on TikTok, I used the um, roll recovery, the R8 thing, the thing that looks like a giant like lobster claw or whatever, and I'm rolling on that. I remember when I was rolling on that after New York, like it felt like um, it was like, destroying the right on the top of my um quad right above the knee um that part was really tender um i was rolling with that r8 today and i'm fine um you know i'm trying to not to rush back into things and like i keep thinking well maybe i should get on the bike today but i mean it's wednesday i'm usually on the on a bike by wednesday so maybe I'll get on the bike later today. Maybe I won't, but I, overall I'm feeling good. I think that because the temperatures were good, um, I did not drink as much fluid as I should have. 
Um, but I did at least get all my sugars down. So I feel like, and I didn't, I didn't have the mental space to really dig deep um, for last Sunday. So like, I just think that I, I didn't give it a 100% effort. So my legs aren't like 100% trashed. So, um, yeah. So I guess we could talk about that a little bit too. Um, because, um, I don't know. I just think that part of it was like, I was exhausted from TRE. And I just think that the, the year of running, like, is starting to like just wear on me and late in the race i had drew drew whitcomb jumped in at mile 15 and he paced me from like mile 15 to like mile 25 and change and matt cornero from here in the run club was also running with us um although matt left us at like mile 21 or so he took off and he had a great day um and then so like he was drew was there and like he was just like running whatever I needed. And so he just stayed ahead of me a little bit. Um, and I think I just got like comfortable and I was like, this is fine. This is fast enough. And I felt like, uh, I just didn't have the ability to really dig deep, you know? And so like, I'll, there were times where I'm like, uh, we can get closer to three hours if I move soon. And I just, my legs never did, you know what I mean? And so like, I just think that I didn't, push myself as hard as I could have. I was also scared a little bit of the course because the year before I got super excited right around like mile 18, 19. And then I really paid for it at mile 24. So until mile 24 or so, like I was just really conservative and I don't think I needed to be. I feel like I could have pushed it a little bit harder. I think I could have got closer to the edge. I just never got there. And I don't know if, if I was like mentally, I wasn't willing to go there, you know? So... Um, Leona says, Terrence Huey paced me for 50 feet at mile 20. That's nice. There you go. That's a good one. And Matt's here. Congratulations. Matt, Matt had a PR as well, right? I think by a couple, two minutes or so. So Matt did a really great job running. I think we were there. We were together for like 20 miles or so, right? Um, Martha says, Mike, you did definitely did a smart thing to not give 100% on every marathon. You have your BQ and you'd be more likely to get sick or injured if you went out. And then all out every time. Wages in New York was also perfect. Yeah, I think, you know, if I really wanted to make um, CIM like an, an AA race, I was going into it thinking this is going to be like an A minus effort um, or A minus race kind of thing. Not a B race, but not an A race either. Um, I really should have taken it even a little bit easier still at New York, just given the conditions. But, you know, I had fun. <laughs> I had fun at all these races. So that's good. Um. Yeah, Jose Navarro says there's a lot of marathons in one year. Kudos to you on CIM. Thank you very much, Jose. It was a lot, but you know, I have a I have a feeling next year is going to be similar. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of running next year too. So we'll see. You know what that ends up looking like. You know, for Tokyo, um, I believe. I don't know if this is still going to happen or not, but I was talking with the ASICs people about like kind of the buildup for Tokyo and there was discussion that um, they might have a coach write us some training programs. So like that, that's kind of interesting for me too. Um, because I'm, I'm at a point where like, I only just barely figured out how to get myself to under three hours. Like, I don't know how to get myself faster than that, you know? So um, having a coach, I think would, could be pretty interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Mm, Nataku says, I have a good bell ring. I hit 500 miles on Strava. Awesome. Congratulations. Might not be huge for you guys, but huge for me. Well, congratulations. That is quite the milestone to hit. Nice. Nice. Um, Scott says, uh, my goal was to not see my pacer till after the race. I finished three minutes ahead. Nice work. Um, yeah, I... I didn't realize how close the 305 pacer was and I'm glad I didn't look back to see because I only beat the 305 pacer by about like 10 or 15 seconds. <laughs> uh, and I think that would have made me nervous or maybe that would have been the motivation that I needed. You know, I don't know. I'm just talking about how I felt like a little bit unmotivated. So uh, maybe that would have been a good thing to have. Um, as far as like the shoes go, I ran in the super blast. I don't think they're down here. Um, and now I have the super bus over a hundred miles. So I'll do a hundred mile review on those shoes at some point, maybe not this week, but maybe next week. Um, and, uh, they were great. My, I mean, that might be why my feet also still feet and legs also still feel so good is because I feel like it gives you like that race day type of feel. Not exactly. I'm missing the carbon, but it gives you kind of that feel, but it is really easy on the body. And so it's not a cushion sensation. It's just a not impactful, not harsh sensation. It's hard to kind of explain the difference. Um, but um, yeah, like in those miles where I was having a hard time motivating myself, I was like, kind of wish I had carbon right now. I feel like I'm missing that pop. But in mile 25 and 26, I felt like it was just the right shoe to have. Like I felt great in it. I don't, I didn't feel like I was missing anything. So that was a, a good shoe to have. I felt like, um, you know, it's the, the way the upper is, it's almost kind of like rubbery on the outside. Um, and so I feel like it, you know, in that early moments when it was raining right before the race started, um, I felt like my feet felt really nice and dry. Temperatures were real nice for the race. For me, it's just about perfect temp. I can run in a singlet and gloves um, and not feel cold at all. I didn't feel like my body was spending energy to shiver. So I feel like that was just right for me. And it was overcast for most of the race. So it was great racing. And I don't feel like I felt any wind. There was some later in the day, but by then Drew was there. So I was like, Drew, stand over here. And Drew's 6'3". So he just blocks all the wind. So it was, was kind of nice to have that. Um, that was nice. Mm. Thomas says, uh, I'm interested how the super blast was after hundred miles since I'm test running this weekend in Columbus at an A6 shakeout. Nice, nice, nice. Are you going to, what is, what is the, um, the shoe store out there? Uh, I feel like I just met the guy again at TRE. I met him in Columbus and then I met him in, um, Eugene. And then I saw him again at TRE. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, oh, that'd be cool if they're having an event. Um, Kurt says, I'm curious about Terry. You got to put any of the shoes on. We really like to know whether or not the SC trainer felt the same. Uh, it depended sometimes. I, I did put some shoes on because most of the, I'm reference size, which makes it easy for me to do like my job. Again, who knew being so incredibly average would be advantageous. Now it is. Um, so uh, I, I'm that reference size. So some shoes people were like, if you're a size nine, go for it. You know, I usually wait, waited for the invitation. Um, and I did not get the invitation in the SC trainer, um, too. Um, 
I was listening to the Believe in the Run podcast today as I was running errands this morning in the car. And they reminded me that um, part of the difference in SE Trainer 1 to 2 is they're changing the way that they're reporting stack height measurements. So like every brand kind of does it differently. Um, ASICs also does it differently. And from what I, I, I take no notes or very few notes um, at all these meetings. Um, so like I just, I usually just record a lot of stuff and hopefully the important facts got caught on tape. Um, and every once in a while I'll bust the phone out to take some notes. I really thought that I was going to get a notepad at some point during the convention and I would be able to write notes in it. And I was just like, I was, you know, like, you know, leave it to God kind of thing. And I never found a notepad. So that sucked. I didn't even get one at the hotel. Remember when hotels used to have the little notepad holiday in, and then you'd get like the crappy big pen. I, I was at least looking for that. Didn't have that either. Um, so like, uh, I, I don't remember, but from what I remember hearing, I feel like the way that a six used to report, is how New Balance is going to start reporting and how New Balance used to report is how ASIS is going to start. So they're switching. So like all the numbers are going to be hard to compare year over year. So like I'm holding on to more shoes, especially now that we have space here in the house. I'm holding on to more shoes so that way I can just like look at it myself. The last thing that I want to do though, that I, you know, or in other words, like the thing that I don't want to do is buy a um, micrometer or whatever they're called to um, measure the shoes myself. I do not want to do that because there is an art to it and um us the same person can measure the same shoe four times and get four different measurements so that's something i don't want to do i'll just rather rely on what the brands are telling me so yeah um all right steve says i'm super blasting tonight six easy only second run but loving it awesome very cool um i uh actually 40 at 40 runs messaged me today and he's like, Hey, I know you're super busy, but he's like, he's putting together a super bus video and he's like, I don't know how to use this thing. So can you like pretend that you're on a FaceTime call with me and explain to me how to use this shoe? I think he knows, but I think that's like the premise for his video. Um, so I, I had to do that. And one of the things I did say is like, you can use it for easy, but I really love using this thing for marathon pace. So Steve, um, easy, easy tonight six in the super blast i think it's gonna go well but hopefully you've tried it at some marathon pace because that's where i think it's it really sings it's nice there um all right uh louis says i'm really interested in that sweat thing you showed on the video oh the sweat thing the sensor see here's the thing um that that product has been delayed by like six months i've known about it for forever like it was supposed to be released before the summer makes sense that's when people sweat the most and, um, but it's, I don't know what, for what reason, but it's been delayed. And now I've moved since then. So like they finally shipped it and then they're like, did you get it? And I was like, you guys probably sent it to my old address, but I'll be going back to Chicago this weekend. So I'll, I think I've a package from rabbit waiting for me at the house. We probably have a lot of Christmas cards there too. So I got to check the mailbox and then check for packages. So I think it's, I think it's all over there. Um, yeah, and we have a treadmill now, so now I can actually test it. Because they, they're like, you're not going to be able to get it to work if you're running in the winter because uh, you just won't sweat enough to make it work. So I'm like, oh, I can, I'll run on the treadmill. That'll make it, that'll make it work. Mm. Mark says, are they going to release more colors of the Super Blast? I want to say yes. 
because I remember thinking that there's no way that they're this is like a weird shoe. There's no way they're going to do more than one color. But then I thought I remembered someone saying, and I don't think this is under embargo. Uh, I thought I remember them saying that like there will be multiple different colors that come out of the shoe. So um, one of the things that they're doing, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but I'm going to tell you, is that they're moving to more like um, unisex color options. So like that the men's and women have like the same color. So like it's not like the men's are black and the women's are pink, you know. So um, that's kind of like one of the ways I think they're testing that concept is with this Super Blast and that it's like one unisex color not like masculine or feminine color whatever you guys think that means you know kind of thing so yeah so uh, i do think that there'll be one more colors of that shoe mm. steven says sweat test is this theranos no the sweat test it's like um it's just like a patch it's like a glucose monitor it sits right on here but it doesn't in inject into you it sits on the skin um, and it's like that Gatorade patch that they released. Remember that? Um, but instead of the Gatorade patch, which didn't really do much, this one actually uh, is measuring a bunch of things. And one of it is, um, I don't know, like the data that it gave was like super w w weird though. Cause it, like Mike Wardian was on there and it, he was on there for 90 minutes. And I, I don't remember the exact number, but I felt like it was asking him to drink a lot of fluid. So, um, yeah, maybe like the algorithm needs tweaking or whatever. But the other thing that I thought was interesting is that like it's measuring his sweat content. And based on the sweat content, it's telling him like, oh, element would be really good for you or scratch would be better or tailwind. So like it has like the the nutritional profiles of all like the major um, endurance drinks, sport drinks. Um, and depending on whether you tend to lose more magnesium in your sweat or whatever you can do it and you know depending on if that might change you know throughout the year or depending on where you are in your training cycle you're supposed to use it not every day um but you use it like every once in a while just to make sure that you're picking the right fluids for yourself and how much you know mm. all right oh wait, uh yeah here we go dan velasco dan velasco finish my 11th cim in a row, my seventh in Crocs. Nice. Were there any good alternative running shoes at TRE, like Birkenstocks? I thought it was weird that Birkenstocks was like the the badge holder logo thing. Um, so I don't know. Other people brought their own badge like lanyards. And I was like, that seems mega lame. Like a really weird thing to do. But I'm like, I just didn't like having a Bir the word Birkenstocks on me all weekend. Um but I didn't see any, I, I, I saw some weird stuff, but I tend to like stay away from that. Um, because like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, my time is limited already and I want to make sure I get like some of the bigger stories and like some of the, the stuff that you see at TRE, I feel like, um, this may or may not be true, but I get the sense from some of the booths that it's like, they need to get a certain amount of attention or they might not exist in six months, you know? And so I'm just like, I, I don't, if it's not going to be here later, I don't, I don't want to be involved. You know, I don't want to get hyped up in vaporware kind of stuff. So I didn't look at any too many of the alternative shoes, but like there was a lot there 
there was a huge trail section switchback, which I didn't spend nearly as much time there as I wanted to. I wanted to wander. I had very little wandering time, probably because I was just socializing so much. That's my own fault. I got to be more disciplined. But I was just talking to people. But I feel like I'm not really there for the shoes. I'm not there to buy anything. I'm not a buyer. I'm not a retailer. So I'm like, if I'm not there to like, you know, make social connections, what am I really there for? Um, so maybe I did it right anyway. But like, what is it? Vieja? They're there. All Birds, I don't think was there, but they did do that happy hour. I'm not sure if they were actually there or not. Like Keen was there. There's like low Lo lomo there's another trails brand that was there there was a couple of like what is it viore they're not shoes but like they're there so there's lots of like smaller other brands that you wouldn't necessarily think are going to be at tre but they were there um but i didn't see anything like i saw a couple of wild things there but like nothing like running in crocs so mm. Eric is so late, but you know, it is what it is. It certainly is. <laughs> Good to see you, Eric. Um, Tav says, I got my Takumi Sen 8s last week on, and my daughter told me I was wearing girl shoes. Some girls run real fast, though, so that's all right. JC says about that Gatorade patch, the Gatorade patch just got wet, nothing more. Well, it got wet, but you had to catch it at the right moment, because if you sweat too much, then it just like saturated the patch. So like you had to get like a certain number of it. And then the, I don't know, it was, it was using like really basic chromatography. I feel like, cause then your phone looked at it. Like you took a picture of it and then in the app, I think it just took a picture. And then based on the color that it would register, it would tell you how salty or sweaty. It just kind of reminded me the whole, the whole Gatorade patch thing. I love the concept. It's an interesting idea. The app was like, like, I don't know. Like if that was like a homework assignment, I'd be like, you did not do the assignment. What the heck is this? Right. Um, the app was miserable. And at the end, it just felt like you're like, these results are drink more Ovaltine. What the heck? You know? So I was like, that's kind of how I felt about the Gatorade product. I, I wanted that to work. I think it's an interesting concept, especially because then I was like really trying to figure out like, what's the nutrition strategy here? I don't know. Am I getting too much salt? Am I getting not enough? How do I know if I'm getting enough, you know, other than like one race I bonked and another one I didn't, you know? So like, I, th I think it'll be interesting. I'm going to try it. I'll get it on the bike. I'll get it on the treadmill and see if it tells me anything different, but we'll see. Mm. Yeah. JC says more, mole more molecules. <laughs> um, yeah, Leona says, anyone just weigh themselves before and after a long run to figure out their sweat rate? Uh, yeah, I've never done that. But here, here's the thing. Like, I think it used to be, there was a time, and I think that like at Western States, they used to like weigh you at different checkpoints to make sure you didn't lose, you weren't like running dehydrated or something like that. Because like it used to be that like, oh, if you sweat out like a liter of liquid, you needed in order to be maintain minimal, like at least the minimal amount of health safety, you had to drink a liter of liquid. I don't think that that's the science anymore. You know, and so like, I think that, I don't think that's the premise that the Gary patch is based on, but it kind of felt that way. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I don't, I don't know what like the algorithm for Nick's is either. Like, 
how they're determining it, how much liquid you need to. But just by the sheer volume that they had Mike Wardian needing to drink, I feel like it's like a, this is how much you sweat, so this is how much you need to drink. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm looking at Mike Wardian. He's been on the treadmill for over 90 minutes, and he's not sweating yet. So, like, not that doesn't mean that just because you're not sweating doesn't mean you're, you can't get dehydrated. But I was like, I don't think he needs to drink 40 ounces of fluid right now. So that, that's what it was. Um, Dr. Josh is here. Is this a new picture? Look at this. This is a new picture. It looks nice. I'm waiting for the Sapiens to come to the States. It's a continuous glucose monitor tailored towards endurance athletes. Um, yeah, I, I'm more interested in a continuous glucose monitor than I am a sweat monitor myself, Dr. Josh. So I'm with you. And I don't remember, I don't know if it was Sapiens or something like that, but I, I've been in contact with a couple of different people that are trying to get into this space. And I don't, I'm not saying it was Sapiens, but there was one that was like, they were like, well, send it to you. We'll give you time to talk with our, like, your, our medical experts so you can interview them and they can talk about your results and all this stuff. And so it'd be like this full, like kind of like bespoke experience, not the one that like normal customers would get, but just so I can talk more intelligently about it. And I was like, that sounds great. And they sent me this thing that was like an NDA and um, basically saying like, and any footage that you make is ours forever. And I'm like, uh, that's not going to work. And they're like, well, how about if we pay you like $100? And I was like, yeah, I don't care how much you pay me. This, any footage that I make is mine. It's not yours. So like, I'm like, uh, I'm not dealing with that. But so like some of the companies were really weird about it. And they're like, oh, we don't know how it got in there. Let me fix that contract. And they send the contract back and it would have the same, we own all your content forever. <laughs> like language. And I'm like, you guys didn't change anything. Like, did you, did you turn on track changes? Cause there's no changes. So like that's, so I've been, I've been trying to work with some groups to test some of these stuff, but I don't know, maybe some other time. So we'll see. Maybe if the sapiens comes to it, maybe I'll just wait for one that I could just buy. Cause I, you know, I just feel like there's a lot of like people that are trying to really manicure what they're seeding to people. Uh, and the, Glucose monitor people seem to be in that space. But again, I've, I don't think I've dealt with sapiens before. So maybe they're cool. Maybe they're cool. Um, mm, JC says, I bought some rabbit shorts last week. Well made in lots of pockets. That's a win. Yeah, I, I mean, they do a good job of pockets. Um, I talked about it in the TRE video. Because I went to rabbit and um, it was the last thing of the day. And I think what had happened was I would, thought we were going to get shown like a bunch of pieces and then I'd have time to like walk around and film the booth. Um, but then I, we just talked about the pieces sitting down and I think I, at the point I was just tired and then I think I left. So I'm going back and looking through my footage. I have two shots of that Volkswagen bug, that Volkswagen van. Um, and that had the rabbit logo like glued onto the side. And that's all the footage I had. So I had to like figure out some way to talk about rabbit but I did talk to the co-founder um, and she was like very like, um, I don't think I had met her before. I think we follow each other on Instagram, but I don't think we had met, met before. And so she was like, um, cause I think Kevin, Kevin Laura, um, who I met as a photographer when Jamie and I went to Western States that year, Kevin is also um, a photographer. Well, Kev I'm not the photographer. Kevin's a photographer. Jamie's a photographer. I'm just a dude out there with a the camera. But so I met, I met him out there and then we ran CIM together last year. 
Um, and we run a bunch of times since then. Um, now he works at, uh, before he was like a contractor for rabbit, like media stuff, but now I think he works there. And so like, he was like running us through some stuff too. And it was just fun to chat. And then, so I had like no content. So I was like, well, let's talk about actually a really positive interaction I had with the co-founder. Um, and I do really love those shorts and a lot of their other shorts have great pockets too. So attention to pockets. That's what I need. <laughs> uh, Stone Cold says, regarding the sweating and chafing, do you all use body glide or nipple stickers to prevent nipple chasing? Um, you know, for me, uh, there was a point where like, you know, after running for a while, like my body stopped having that problem. So I don't, I don't put on anything. I don't use the nipple stickers. I don't use body glide ever. I don't, I think I bought like my, my stick of body glide is from like 2016 marathon training. I don't think, I think I threw it away before I moved out of here, but I don't, I don't, I don't use it. Um, there like at grandma's, I think with the way the wind blew, it kept blowing like the pin of the, um, bib towards the nipple. And then I, I think I got some rubbing there. Um, but that, but that's it. I, I, I don't really, I'm very lucky, I guess. None of that. Um, Dominic says they don't weigh people at Western States anymore because that promotes, uh, people drinking too much water and leads to hyponatremia, too little sodium concentration in the blood, which is super dangerous. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that like that they debunked the science a while ago, but I didn't know that was the reason I thought they were just like, it's not necessary to like make people chug a bunch before they have to go run some more. Cause they're just going to throw it up as soon as they leave the aid station. But then, you know, good to know that there's a, a, a more serious, like, scientific reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mark says, cue, cue video of Andy Bernard here. <laughs> you know, I was thinking that um, I'm surprised no one picked Michael Scott for the Celebrity Program 4x4. Since people started, after a while, people were like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, like, Brandon picked, of course, like, a Pokemon character. And then, like jesse owens you know so i'm like okay now we're just going anywhere um so that was fun but uh with that being said I'm like why wouldn't you pick michael scott i'd like to i think michael scott on my team would be pretty fun <laughs> uh, adam says you got to pin low yeah you know i don't like it when like i feel like the bibs on my belly you know so i always try to pin it like i try to get it as close to the chest as i can that top layer um, and every once in a while, it doesn't work out for me, but I think I'd just rather would do it that way. I just hate it when it feels like it's on my stomach. Mm -hmm. Sean says, uh, sounds funny, but I think ditching band-aids and medical tape and using glide desensitized toughened up my nips. A little bit of glide on the sweaty stays and I'm good. I mean, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe I'm desensitized to it, but I just haven't had a problem with chafing. I also haven't done a lot of running with a pack lately, like nothing longer than like 15 miles or so. So maybe I would, I would, I would change my mind. Um, Dr. Josh says anybody running Houston? Uh, I think I'm going to go. I haven't booked anything yet. Um, but um, last year, like half marathon records were set, American full marathon records were set. Um, and I just feel like I enjoyed Houston and I feel like that's a good weekend to go. I could do a shakeout run, 
uh, and then not have to worry about racing and I can maybe, you know, do a meetup of some sort, hang out with people. So I was thinking about doing that. Um, Thomas and Megan are going. I asked him, like, are you going because you're going to with, with the event or like, I was like, are you working or are you racing? And he's, he, I don't remember the, the answer he gave, but I was just like, wait, I don't understand your answer. <laughs> so I don't know, but he's, I think, I don't know if they've announced that. So if I, if I haven't, I'm sorry. You didn't hear that from me. See, here I am leaking stuff on accident again. Um, so yeah, I think that a lot of people are going to be racing down there. So, um, like, it'll be interesting to see if anyone's going for the OTQs out there. Um, and I'd like to just chase the elites around. It was a pretty stacked field last year too. So I'm like, I feel like it's been, now it feels like it's been a minute since I've um, chased athletes around. Well, I guess it was June or July. When was the world championship marathon? So it wasn't been that long, but I like, I like, I like filming races. So I feel like that could be a fun thing to do. We'll see. Uh, Martha wants to know, is there a half marathon option in Houston? Is it the same day? Yes. To both. There is a half marathon option. It is the same day. I've been thinking about running it, but I'm like, that's like a month from now. And I, I mean, I'll have a workout. I'll need to do a workout of some sort. So I'm like, well, maybe that's it. But then I can't film it if I'm in the race. So um, I think that I'm going to, yeah, I think if I go, it'll be to go watch it. Although I would like to tackle that course again sometime. But I don't know, maybe next year, Next year, I'll, so I'm thinking my fall, I'll run Chicago. Hopefully, I'll probably attend, spectate New York. I don't know. I'm just shooting from the hip here. This is not formal announcements. Um, maybe I'll spectate New York. I'm not sure if I'll do CIM, but I feel like if I'm not going to run New York, I should do CIM. But I'd also like to try filming CIM. I don't know. But then if I don't run CIM, then I can run Houston. But then I also don't want to be like in peak week at Christmas. So like I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what I do. Mm. Dr. Josh says for if he goes to Houston, it's gonna go for a big PR and then try again at grandma's and CIM twenty twenty-three for OTQ attempts. Hmm. See, now that that'll be fun. Maybe I'll just chase Dr. Josh around. I, I, I know I wouldn't be able to chase him around on foot. I tried to do that at the 5K in Eugene. I was like, all right, do you, did I tell you guys this story? Have I told you guys this story? So I'm at the, I'm at the 5K in Eugene. And uh, a lot of Bowerman, is it BTC Elite is the not pro one, right? So like all the Bowerman people are, Bowerman people are there um, with Josh. And um, I see him there and I'm like, you know what? I'd like to help Josh get some footage for his race. So I'm going to try to stick with him in the beginning. Maybe I can stick with him for like 50 meters. And, um, and then I'll drop back and I'll find Megan Murray or just someone else that's going to run about my pace. Um, and so we're lining up. And then as the gun's about to go off, like all these fast dudes like come out of nowhere. And I'm having a hard time even just being near Dr. Josh in the corral. Gun goes off and I sprint as hard as I can and I'm getting dropped by everybody. So like I kept up for like zero seconds, <laughs> zero seconds at that 5k, um, at Dr. Josh's 5k base. So there's a little bit of a difference. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was, that was a good day. That was fun. 
I think what did you come in that that day, Josh? Like six or something like that, something like that. That that was a fast group out there. I was like, why are these fast people here? I don't understand it. Um, Doctor Josh says that was a five a fun five k. Lol. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Adam says to go out like CJ at Boston. That'd be something. Who was? Oh yeah, Doctor Josh says he came in at sixth uh, at that five k. That was that was fun. And you know what? That's the day. I told you guys this story too about like Asics had brought this uh, Japanese TikToker, um, like a he's like a run TikToker, really big in Japan. Um, and they brought him over. Speaks spoke the guy spoke like zero English. So I'm like, I thought that everyone learned like everyone in Korea learns English. So I don't understand how this guy didn't know English. But anyway, like so he's there, and I'd met him at a couple of places, and um. He, they, I would always get introduced as like famous YouTuber in the United States, and he'd be like, "Oh, okay," and he would be like impressed by that, uh, just like I was like impressed. Oh, like huge running TikToker, cool. I found him on TikTok. He's got like a million followers, crazy, and um, he's pretty fast. I think he finished right around where Doctor Josh finished. So like the dude is like quick, and um, I think that in uh oh, let's see, oh, I knew we had this problem. Lost the camera. Let me let me go. The story's under embargo. That's what's happening. That's why we can't hear the rest of it. Um, so he, I think that in the Japanese culture, like to be in social media and running, I feel like you have to be fast. Otherwise, like, why would you watch this person? I think that's the case. And so um, when he sees me finish after the race, he's like, hey, how did you do? And I was like, I actually had a two second PR or a one second PR. He's like, Oh, great. What was the time? And I was like, 1904. And he's like, uh, no, I was like, yeah, like 1904. He's like, oh, you know, <laughs> just really, he was just like, just so disappointed in me. He's like, why is this guy a famous YouTuber if he's running 19s for the 5k? <laughs> uh, Adam says, oh, you told this story before. Sorry. I forgot which stories I've told. I'm, I'm turning into that guy. I'm turning into that guy. I don't know. Sorry about that. Oh, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Eric says, had a tough workout this morning. Three easy warm up and then 10 times two minutes fast and two minutes easy, alternating. And that just about wiped me. Good times. Been a while. That sounds like a fun workout. How fast is fast? Like, how hard is fast? Or is that just the instruction? Two minutes fast? As much that you could do it 10 times? That's two minutes easy is. Is nice, but if you if you got to keep moving, if you got to keep running through it, that's quite a fart. Like, it sounds like fun. Matt says, uh, "Co fast is equals important." It's been like that since before social media. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I'm just not that fast. So, <laughs> uh, Danny says, "Ha, it's okay." I had not heard the story. All right, so there you go. Some people had heard it and carrie says yeah you got speed shame that's right i did (laughs) oh man that's so funny um oh look who's here i run on beers here so i finally made it back for a lunch break live stream well good to see you man i haven't seen you since new york right yeah um martha says there may be faster runners but they can't do all the other things you do, Mike. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, 
that was a fun time. All right, let me wrap up. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about for CIM, like race recap? I'm going to put together my race recap video for it. Um, but yeah, I think I think I got the most important parts. Mentally, I wasn't right, right like there. I didn't have anything to give. Body feels good. Shoes were great. Half tights were great, as always. I've run in those, like I've raced in those things like six times now. And I did eat all my gels, but like the last two, I was telling Drew, I'm like, I do not want to eat this. This feels gross. So um, that's what was going on with the gels. And I did not drink enough water. Afterwards, they had like the, there's a CIM finisher water bottle that they give out. It's really nice. Um, and the one that I got, I think they were all filled like, you know, one fifth of the way. And the moment I finished, I was just like, oh, so thirsty. Like I was like dying of thirst, not dying of thirst, but I was just really thirsty. And I was like, I got the water bottle. I was like, squeezed it, all the water in my mouth in like one big squeeze. And I was like, more water. Um, eventually I found another water thing by the beer. And I filled that thing up and I just downed it. And then I downed the beer. So it was good. <laughs> it was good. All right. Uh, I think that's going to be it for today, guys. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I had a lot of fun talking to you guys. I got to get this battery situation sorted. I don't know what's going on with these batteries. I think it's the charger that might actually be dead. But I'll get it sorted. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Because I don't think there's going to be a video. I don't even know what video is going to come next. But I'll work on something. Um, but in the meantime, check out the TRE recap. It's long. You'll have to probably watch it in a couple of sessions. Um, but, you know, there's chapters in there. So you can jump around if you need to. Uh, and then I'll see you guys tomorrow. Happy hour. Maybe we'll do some boozy stuff for happy hour tomorrow. Tomorrow's happy hour, right? Thursday? Yeah, we'll do that. Same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully I see you then. And in the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.